Welcome to the Cog Pod, a Star Trek convention podcast, a proud member of the Trek Beats Podcast Network. Here is your host, Ron Robel. Hello and welcome to the Con Pod. My name is Ron and I'll be your host today. First, I have to start by saying hope everyone has had a wonderful holiday season and we are ready to hit the ground running in 2023 with some very exciting Star Trek convention news. Today's episode is going to be a two-parter. First part, we're going to look at the future of Star Trek conventions in 2023. It's been a very interesting few months in developments. Uh, second half of the episode, we're going to look at doing STLV on a budget, something I find very important. We like to save as many of those quatloos as possible as we get ready for these conventions. Today's episode was recorded on January 9th, 2023. Also want to say, hope everyone had a wonderful holiday season. Thank you for sticking with us. It's been a while since our last episode, and I would like to thank our last guest, Marina Kravchuk, um, when we did our guest on the last episode, where we did a compare and contrast of Mission Chicago and Creations Convention in Las Vegas, popularly referred to as STLV. This kind of leads into 2023 conventions. So the big news is that the official Star Trek convention that had been scheduled for Mission Seattle has in fact been canceled. Uh, no word as to what happened with Repop, um, if it was their decision, if it was Paramount or CBS's decision, um, but that convention has been canceled. Uh, so moving forward right now, there is no official Star Trek convention that is land-based um, in the United States or worldwide for that part. Um, the only convention that we have right now that is fully licensed is the Star Trek Cruise, which is still happening this year. Uh, I believe there are still seats available. Like I said, this is recorded on January 9th of 2023. The cruise departs on February 24th, so just over two or just over a month away. Uh, and they have some great guests coming on that boat. Um, I've never done the cruise, but I've heard phenomenal things. Um, we kind of joke that some of the folks that do this cruise, they are in a cult afterwards. It certainly has a cult following, um, but it looks like a great opportunity to spend a few days on a boat um, with some incredible talent. Uh, in other Star Trek news, last year, the official um, international convention, Destination Star Trek, was also canceled. Uh, that convention has been relaunched um, as an unofficial convention known as Destination Trek. Um, currently, the convention is scheduled for August 18th to the 20th in Birmingham. Um, already that far out, they already have five guests announced, different ticket tiers. Um, like I said, this is being run as a fan event, um, so it'll be very interesting to see how this goes. Um, anyone that has attended Destination Star Trek in the past when it was an official convention, um, this event did not go without its issues. <laughs> um, you know, hopefully that has been resolved, but I think this will be a lot of fun as we get closer. I would like to talk about this convention in a little bit more detail in a future episode. Um, but what gets me really excited is the convention that I'm looking forward to attending. Unfortunately, the only convention I'll be making it to this year, and that is Creation Entertainment. Um, they are presenting what they are calling STLV, the 57-year mission. This is taking place August 3rd through the 6th at the Rio All Suites Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. This convention has been happening for a very long time. Uh, up until the 2021 convention, it was the official Star Trek convention. Uh, the license was not renewed past 2021, so it has been an unofficial convention since that time. Uh, it's happened twice already. I was there in 2021. I missed the 2022 convention, but 2021, without it being official, still was a fantastic event. Uh, Creation does a great job of 
promising and delivering that they will have over 100 guests at this event. Um, and you know, it, it, the, the guest list ranges from your top tier actors and celebrities um, to some lesser known names, which can be a lot of fun to get to know folks that may have been in an episode or two. Um, there's behind the scenes folks. Uh, Creation does a really great job with these events. Um, right now they do have all ticket tiers for sale. So Creation does guarantee that everyone who's in attendance and buys a ticket will have a seat in the main theater. Um, like other conventions, Creation also has different ticket tiers, which I've gone into in past episodes and we'll go into in further episodes. Um, but really they break it down into four different ticket tiers. Um, your gold tickets, which as of January 1st, so a little over a week ago, um, there were only 94 seats remaining, which sounds like a lot, but 84% of those gold tickets have sold out. Um, the gold ticket tier does typically sell out well in advance of the convention. Captain's Chair, as of a week ago, there were 85 seats remaining, so 79% of those seats had sold out. And Copper Seats, which I've done many times in the past, um, there were only 71 seats remaining, so 76% of those seats were sold out. Um, general Admission, I don't anticipate selling out this year. It did sell out last year, but the convention was at a different, much smaller venue. The only time we've seen this convention sell out was when it was held, um, when it was at the Rio, was at the 50th anniversary of Star Trek, and that was a huge event, so we don't see that happening. Um, but definitely, if you're interested in getting one of those gold captains or copper tickets, um, act quickly. Creation also this year, it ends today, um, was doing a 10% discount on tickets. Not just admission tickets, but celebrity autographs and photo ops that were pre-purchased. Um, this is a little different from Creation. Typically, they would do, they'd waive their $9.50 service fee. It's a 10% discount now. So it'll be interesting to see how they do that moving forward. Typically, they offer this discount a few times throughout the year. Um, but this convention looks to be a lot of fun. They've announced some great guests. Um, most of the cast of Star Trek The Next Generation will be in attendance, with the exception of Patrick Stewart. Um, all of our bridge crew will be there, along with Q. Um, and just watch for some big updates on this convention. So that's what the future is looking like for 2023. Uh, now one of the things I'd love to get into that is very near and dear to my heart is doing um, the Vegas convention on a budget. If you're anything like me, you always try to save as much money as you can to get to this convention. Um, and the way I look at it, I always build out my budget. I have a finite amount of money that I'm allocating towards this convention. And every dollar saved on things that I can means another dollar I can spend in the vendor's room. So I went ahead and posted in uh, one of the Facebook groups that I'm an admin for, the Star Trek Convention Experiences group, which if you're not a member of this group, cannot recommend that group enough. Um, it's large. We have over 5,000 members. It's active. Um, if this is your first time going, if this is your 10th time going, there will be some great content in that group. It's the Star Trek Convention Experiences Facebook group. But I posted and just asked the question. I said, what are some of your best tips for saving money at the convention? Got some great feedback. I'm going to start digging into this. And there were a lot of ideas that came up. So first, we'll look at transportation to and from the convention kind of standard airline practice, but if you're planning to fly into Vegas, um, best to buy your tickets, your flight tickets, approximately 70 days out. Um, this tip, along with buying on a Tuesday, usually gives you the best ticket prices. Um, that's according to some airline experts, so good way to save some money on your flights. You can consider using discount airlines and subscribing to their email lists. Um, several airlines, such as Spirit, Frontier, Southwest, and Allegiant, are considered no-frills and can 
provide some big savings. Uh, personally, huge fan of Southwest. You get those two free bags, and a lot of folks when we go to these conventions, we have a lot of stuff we're bringing. Um, Definitely check out the websites, book through the airlines directly. I'd avoid those third-party Expedia kayak type websites. Typically you'll pay a little bit more and the customer service is not as great as if you go through the airline directly. Uh, once you're at the Las Vegas airport, there are ways to save on getting to your hotel. Um, you can search the Star Trek Convention Experiences Facebook group. As we get closer, there will be a thread. Um, it'll be called the official rideshare slash carpool post. Great way to make a new friend at the airport and share a taxi or an Uber on your way over to the hotel. You can also consider utilizing one of the airport shuttles. Um, these shuttles will make several stops along the way from the airport to the Rio, Gold Coast, wherever you're staying. Um, I love doing this. This is my preferred way to get to the hotel. Um, it's a little bit cheaper. It's about $15 per person each way uh, versus I think it's $27 for the cab from the airport to the Rio. Um, the reason I like this, if you get there early, if you're not in a rush, um, it will stop at several of the hotel casinos along the Strip. So it's a very easy poor man's tour of the Strip. Um, but if you're in a rush and you want to get to that convention space as quickly as possible, there are other alternatives. Um, one of the advice that came from Mars DeVore suggested using Ride RTC to use the bus system instead of using taxis or Ubers everywhere. Um, I looked into this. It's a great thing out there. Um, more info can be found at rtcsnv.com. Again, that's rtcsnv.com. Two-hour passes for the buses start at $6. 24-hour passes are $8. And a three-day pass is only $20. Um, so definitely a cost-effective way to get around Vegas. When we start looking at accommodations, uh, there's no question the Rio is the host hotel and is considered ground zero for all the convention activity. Um, if you're set on the Rio, this is definitely where you want to be. A group rate that's been uh, set up through creation. I would advise looking at Caesars Properties websites. The Rio is a hotel that's owned by Caesars Group. Um, you can find oftentimes cheaper rates through their website than you get with the group rate. Um, if you have been to Vegas before, if you're a Caesars Rewards member, um, log on to their website. Right now, the hotel rate through creation is, I believe, 109 a night. Um, I looked last night at um, Caesars Rewards members, you can get some of those nights as low as $10. Um, so definitely a way to save some money. You can also search as we get closer to the convention, the uh, Star Trek Convention Experiences Facebook group will have an official roommate thread. Um, so you can actually split the cost of that room. Uh, so even if you're not a Caesars Rewards member, maybe somebody is that's looking for a roommate and you can get a room for very, very cheap this way. If you've not stayed at the Rio, it's it's nice. It's uh, The rooms are huge. The rooms are all suites. They're very large. The hotel is getting up there in age, but it's also getting uh, refurbished this year. So we'll hopefully see some really good changes, um, some modern renovations to this property. But you cannot beat the location. You are right there, right in the heat of everything. Um, but if you want to save even more money, uh, the Gold Coast Hotel and Casino. Now this property is right across the street from the Rio. I have stayed there. My first two conventions, I stayed at the Gold Coast and I loved it. Um, there is a group discount rate that's not organized through creation. It's organized by our friend Missy Kilgore. Um, that rate can be found in the Star Trek Convention Experiences group. You'll see me plugging that a lot. <laughs> um, like I said, it's right across the street. The rooms are a lot smaller, but they're very modern, very clean. Um, this casino is a local hotspot. 
Um, so it does, if you're into gambling, the, the table minimums are a lot less at the Gold Coast than they are at the Rio. Um, food at the Gold Coast is a whole heck of a lot cheaper. There's a 24-hour TGI Fridays. There's a Subway. Um, they used to have a, an amazing buffet that has been closed. Hopefully it comes back one day, but used to be able to get breakfast for $6. Um, really nice property. Um, and when I stayed there, I was on the seventh floor and I timed the walk. Um, it's a 12 minute walk from my room to the convention floor. And that includes stopping along the way to um, say hi to some folks. Um, so a 12 minute walk is not bad, but you are walking outside in Las Vegas in early August. So be prepared for some extreme heat. Um, it's a safe walk. There is a stop, uh, a crosswalk with a light. Um, so you can do that very safely. Um, and you'll see a lot of other uh, convention goers coming back and forth. The Gold Coast has a lot of us, our folks staying there. Um, additionally, the options, like I said, for the Gold Coast food are a lot cheaper. Um, this was brought up a lot in the group when asked for suggestions. Um, yes, Jax Conklin said the same thing. Um, Michael Gwen said, gave some great advice. He said, years ago, I used to arrive at my room at the Rio, empty my suitcase, go to the Gold Coast and buy my beer and alcohol for the week then bring it back to the Rio. I'd also enjoy the buffet at the Gold Coast and go back once a day for meals. Eventually, I realized I'm doing quite a bit at the Gold Coast and just started staying over there, and my hotel cost dropped by 50%. Some people love and need the convenience of being in the convention hotel, and I appreciated that at first, and eventually realized that my con habits changed and I could change my accommodations with it. After a few years, I didn't feel the need to change costumes so frequently, and I didn't buy that much stuff and actually preferred to leave the con for the day when it was over, sort of like taking a recharge break where I wanted some separation between the events and myself. Um, great advice, the Gold Coast, you will save at least 50% over the group rate from creation. Um, and then Michael Ronvo mentioned, get a free loyalty players card. I mentioned before being a Caesars Rewards member, you can join the players clubs at any of these casinos for free. You do not need to gamble. Um, both the Gold Coast has one, the Be Connected Club, um, and the Rio has one, Caesars Rewards. And by doing so, you get lots of discounts, especially on rooms. Um, even the Rio, you get discounts in the gift shops. It, it's not a huge discount, but every little penny does add up. Um, and I'll say, when I got my loyalty card a couple years ago at Caesars, I also got a free drink at the Masquerade Bar, so you can't go wrong with that. <laughs> uh, so next kind of topic is looking at convention tickets. So we talked about this a little bit earlier, but Creation offers tickets at all different tier levels. Um, gold, which is about $1,100, down to general admission, which is $300, I believe. Um, they're all over the place in what you get for that. And we will do a little bit more homework on this as we get closer to the convention. Um, in years past, discount tickets have been made available through Groupon and a website called Goldstar. Um, in 2018, the tickets weren't made available until about a week before the convention, but they're usually about half the price of the general admission and you get the same benefits. Uh, these were not offered last year. They won't be offered if they get if the convention's going to sell out. Um, I will give mad props to Creation. Last year, they sent an email out about two or three weeks before the convention stating very clearly there will not be discount tickets available, so buy your tickets now. <laughs> uh, there's also another Facebook group out there. Um, you do need to be a member of the Star Trek Convention Experiences group to join this one, um, but it's the Buy, Sell, Star Trek Convention Experiences group. 
Um, this group is a fan-run group. It's the same admins as the Star Trek convention experiences group, but a lot of folks that can't make the convention um, will sell their tickets through this page. Um, Creation allows this. Um, our group, we do not allow any scalping, so anyone that's selling a ticket can't sell it for any more than what they paid plus the service fee. Um, and oftentimes you'll find tickets at a very steep discount, especially as it gets closer to the convention. Also a great source to find folks that might have gold tickets that aren't using all their autograph tickets, um, so they'll sell those on there as well, or might even barter with them. Uh, some group advice that came out, Chris Hansen said, watch out for those creation fee fee-free promotions, um, but if there's a photo op or autograph you must have, buy it ahead of time. 100% on this. Like I said, Creation right now is charging a $9.50 service fee on every ticket. So if you're buying the $1,100 gold ticket, $9.50 service fee. If you're buying a $30 photo op, $9.50 service fee. Um, in the past, around the big holidays, typically 4th of July I know is one of them, um, they would offer those tickets without the fees. This year during the holidays, we saw them offer a 10% discount. So I'm unsure if we'll see the 10% discount moving forward or the fee-free promotion, um, but definitely keep an eye out for any kind of discount as far as those go. To be alerted to those, um, join the Star Trek Convention Experiences Facebook group. It's an unofficial group, but we're very active. Um, or subscribe to Creation's email list as they typically send those out. Uh, and then when it comes to tickets, Tyler Habiger gave great advice. He said a general admission ticket is just as good as gold, captains, or copper. Regardless if you're a panel person or a walk-arounder, love that title, walk-arounder, <laughs> you'll have a fantastic experience at STLV with general admission and will save some money. Danielle Barella adds, he's thinking of skipping the ticket himself and just seeing everyone at the after parties and pool. Um, if you've been to the convention a few times and you are not a panel person, that's certainly an option. Uh, just know if you don't have a ticket, you cannot access any of the convention. Um, they're gonna want to see your wristband and ticket when you go to the vendor's room into any of those areas. When it comes to food, drinks, and coffee, I'm a coffee guy, uh, lots of good advice here. Food at the Rio is expensive. Um, in 2021, we were just getting out of COVID. It was also kind of hard to come by. Um, if you don't want to leave the host hotel, consider having food and snacks available in your room. Um, DoorDash, Amazon Prime Now, Grubhub, all offer delivery to the Rio. Um, and a lot of convention attendees will share cabs and Ubers to local grocery stores to stock up. Uh, there are a few quick service options that are a little bit cheaper at the Rio. Starbucks can get really busy, but is a great breakfast option. Um, keep in mind, if you've never been to Las Vegas, the prices in Vegas are not the same prices that you're used to back home. Um, a breakfast with a coffee at Starbucks will cost you $20, no question about it. Um, but for a lunch and dinner, Quark's Bar is available at the convention site. There you can plan to spend about $15 to $20 for a burger, hot dog, sandwich, or a salad and drink. Um, there's also um, a smash burger at the Rio, which is a little bit more affordable, a little bit faster. And again, you have DoorDash, Grubhub, places that will deliver food to the hotel as well. Um, if you're willing to walk to or staying at the Gold Coast, consider having your meals there. Um, get that Be Connected card from the Gold Coast. You can get discounts at the restaurants. Uh, like I said before, they have a 24-hour TGI Fridays. They have a Subway. They also have a steakhouse called the Cornerstone Steakhouse. You'll see me there my first night at the convention. It is, I love it. I think the food is fantastic and the prices are really reasonable for Vegas steakhouses. 
Uh, to save money on drinks, there are a few options. At the Rio, get that M Rewards card. Um, like I said, I got a free drink when I did that. <laughs> and definitely bring a refillable water bottle. Um, Creation has water coolers throughout the convention space that you can fill up. Um, and you can also mix a drink in your room when you're coming down to the convention if you want to have a drink like that. Um, definitely ways to do that. Some group advice, Lena Holt, Hank Zimmerman, and Cheryl Weaver, and Tamika Griffin um, all suggested bringing a small coffee maker along with coffee, creamer, etc., plus non-perishable things for breakfast for your room. I definitely second that. Uh, the hotel, the, the Rio, does not offer coffee makers in the rooms. They want you to go out and spend some money. But you can buy a cheap coffee maker at Walmart for $10 and a bag of coffee for 6 or 7 um, not only will this save you money, it will save you a lot of time as well. Like I said, that Starbucks line definitely backs up. Um, and if you're like me and you need that coffee, you might want to skip that line and get your own coffee maker. Um, Cat Merrill suggests doing a Walmart run when you get to Vegas to buy breakfast and lunch stuff to keep in your rooms. Um, Barry Rice adds, if you're going to drink, make booze in your room and put it in a sealable bottle. I definitely second that. Um, as far as the Walmart runs go to, there is a local group um, that will post in the Star Trek Convention Experiences group. Um, they do away, to, away missions to Walmart where locals will pick everybody up in their van. They'll do a Walmart run. Um, so it's a free way to get to the store to stock up on supplies for the week. Cortina Womack gave some great advice. She says, I know it costs a lot more to stay on site at the Rio, but I would have spent a lot more money on food if I couldn't go to my room for cereal, sandwiches, and snacks. Between carrying around a lot of stuff, I couldn't have carried water and food. You'll be shocked when you go to the vendor's room how quickly stuff starts to add up. And if you have a backpack or a shoulder bag, it will get filled. And yes, it's hard to carry around water and food all day. Uh, Chris Riley says, if at all possible, bring your own snacks. Um, and then Charles Parker says, bring a refillable water bottle. Definitely recommend that as well. Um, our next topic is looking at photo ops and autographs. Um, unless there's a celebrity that you absolutely need to see that you're afraid is going to sell out. Um, example of this in the 2021 convention, there were a few that sold out. Rebecca Romaine stands out. Um, she's someone that doesn't go to a lot of conventions. Um, someone that might be new, that is high profile. There's a chance they will sell out. Buy those tickets ahead of time. Um, but if it's somebody like William Shatner or any of the TNG cast or folks that are at the conventions a lot, wait and buy your ticket at the convention. In years past, Creation has not charged the service fee. Uh, that might change occasionally, but it typically is a little bit cheaper to get it on site at the convention. Um, and then additionally, a lot of the celebrities will be signing autographs and doing selfie photos in the vendor's room. Um, a lot of the folks that are in there, the, most of the TNG stars are in that room. Um, a lot of the Discovery folks are in there. Um, their prices often change, but I know I met Doug Jones in 2018. Um, an official photo from Creation was $80. A selfie with Doug was 20 and I will tell you the photo from Doug is incredible. He's the nicest person. Um, and when you do a selfie, you get a little bit more one-on-one -on -one time with the talent. Now, it's hard to tell who will offer these selfies and who won't. A good rule of thumb, if you're on Creation's website and you see um, the autograph price and it says vendors, this means that they'll be offering autographs at their table in the vendor's room. They're not signing at a specific time. Those folks typically will do selfies at the table for a little bit less money. Um, and this was seconded by Liz Garman Davies, friend of the show, um, who had some great advice as well. Um, if there are celebrities that you want autographs with who are included with the gold package, ask around. 
Now, people who buy the gold ticket package get between 12 and 13 complimentary autographs each year. And a lot of these folks have had these tickets for a very long time, have the autographs, and you might find someone who isn't planning on using their autograph ticket. They may be willing to sell it, barter for it, or gift it to you. Um, so again, really easy way to collect some autographs at a discount. There's also gonna be some folks who will be signing autographs for free. Um, a lot of the behind the scene folks will be available. Um, I got Mike and Denise Akuda. you know, these folks show up, they, they're not there throughout the whole convention with a table, but if you see them, they're typically very happy to do that. Um, as with most of these autographs, make sure you bring something for the people to sign. Um, if you do need to have something signed, you can print photos on cardstock at the FedEx office at the Rio. <laughs> I've done that before. Um, you can also print them at Walgreens or Walmart. Um, how Hale um, says print them at Walgreens and you can get coupons from honey.com. Um, I've done this. I like to collect autographs, but I don't like the big 8x10 photos, so I'll print off my own 4x6s. Um, and if you're buying the 8x10s at Creations event, it's going to cost you about 5 or $6 for each 8x10. Much cheaper to have it printed on your own. Um, and then lastly, we'll look at souvenirs. Um, the vendor's room is a Frankie's paradise. There are gems from all around the quadrant that are available. And remember the third rule of acquisition, never spend more for an acquisition than you have to. Some of the best deals on merchandise can be found on the last day of the convention. Rather than packing up and bringing all their goods back home with them, some vendors are open to negotiation. Now, big asterisk here is that a lot of these folks will also sell out of everything by the end of the convention. So if you see something that you will be crushed if you don't get it, grab it. Um, at Mission Chicago, the Geordie Bear was very popular. You wanted to get that right away. Um, so definitely act on those. But if it's something that you think might be around, wait until the end of the convention and you might get a good deal. Liz Garman Davies again recommends considering joining the STLV Craft Swap group on Facebook. Yes, another Facebook group. <laughs> this is a fun one and we're working to get Yez on the show to talk a little bit more about this event. Um, but it's a group of folks who will craft before the convention and bring goods to trade at the convention. It's a great way to get some fun souvenirs, make some friends. Um, you do need to bring stuff to trade. If you're not terribly crafty, you know, pins, I made wristbands one year, um, buttons can be made. There, there's a lot of options to do and it's a lot of fun. They, they meet typically daily during the convention. Um, and again, fun, free way to make some friends and trade some stuff. And then, you know, my favorite piece of advice that came from the group was Allie Ingman, who's a local to Vegas. Um, she says, most times I am on a budget, but to be honest, the best time I ever had at STLV Keep in mind, I don't have to worry about paying for flights or hotels, is the time I picked up an extra job in February. I spent a concerted effort paying off a few credit cards, saving cash tips, and it was the most fun I'd ever had at a convention. I didn't even spend all that much, but didn't have to worry about it either. So my savings tip is to make some extra money ahead of time. Great sage advice. Um, the convention is not cheap, it is not for everyone, um, but there are ways to save some money and to have a good time. So hopefully those are some tips. If you have ways on saving money, please share those with us. Um, you can message me through the Star Trek Convention Facebook group. You can tag me. I'm still on Twitter at TrekConPod. Um, and if you'd like to be on the show, we'd love to hear from you. I'd also like to take a moment to thank our show's sponsor, Fansets, who have some incredible Trek pins. I just got my Next Generation badge, which is currently on back order through January, um, but I got one of the ones when it first came out, and they it is beautiful, absolutely stunning pin. I'd also like to take a moment to thank the guys over at 
five-year mission. You heard their music on the intro to the show. They were the stage band at Mission Chicago, and they do a phenomenal job capturing the essence of the original series episodes in music. If you haven't heard them, check them out at fiveyearmission.net. That's all I have for today. I'm looking forward to bringing you more content this year. If you are listening to the show, like I said, please drop me a message on Twitter, on Facebook. Let me know what you'd like to hear on the show. Uh, I'm very excited to get geared up towards this convention in August and hope to see you all there. Thank you so much and live long and prosper.